0: Are. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying carl <laughs> chat gpt's advice to uh <laughs> certain demographics that's all
1: anyway it turns out chat gpt has a, a voice function now where you can have chats with it so we were yes having fun and uh because i don't have the headphone and didn't, didn't realize when we live sorry about that so today it is uh, a day welcome i'm joined by carl of course hello and uh dan hello and uh, today we're going to be talking about the fact that uh, America has been welcomed into the European community. It's, uh, it's all good to see. It's been absolute ideological chaos. Uh, also, Baz's last stand, which, that's going to be a discussion. North yeah.
0: seas Alamo, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: And also the fact that it won't stop in the cities. It will come to every single town and village. Oh, goody. That
0: really, that's, the, that's how you're framing that, is it? Not like any of the previous framings. I had to say probably not that way.
1: Yeah, Carl doesn't let me have as much fun as i uh, like because he doesn't want to get banned from the internet. So <laughs> <laughs> Not
0: unreasonable. We
1: should have a premium feed for all the titles that we didn't go ahead
2: with. I mean,
1: this isn't going on YouTube. Should we just say some? Oh, I no. suppose. Oh yeah. right, well, I, the, the first one was from the river to the sea. Swindon will be free, which um just just as a hint. And um, I don't really want to read the second one. No, it's probably best. To <laughs> that might actually get me in trouble. So I will leave that there. But anyway, we uh, suppose we shall begin with the first segment.
0: Yeah, so I thought about, I thought what we were talking about is just the absolute ideological chaos that's going on at the very upper echelons of American politics. It's actually really amusing to watch, and uh, they're trying to solve a lot of problems that have apparently irreconcilable actors and differences behind them. And so watching the, the regime in America try and tap dance around and then be like, yeah, okay, but Trump evil. Uh, I just thought it was really amusing. I thought we'd go through it. Uh, but
2: there is so much ideological chaos that I have no idea which bits you're going you're gonna to pick for this.
0: Well, it should be, should be entertaining enough. Um, but before we begin, go and support us. Sign up to lotuses.com. Watch a debate on liberalism, because that really is kind of the crux of the problem. Uh, even though No one really wants to admit it. Uh, but anyway, begin, uh, we will begin with Cabinet of Joe Biden. So Joe Biden is surrounded by lots and lots of people. Uh, goes on, but uh, here's just a selection of people. Uh, very diverse and inclusive cabinet, as you can see. And lots of them support Israel, which is normal in American politics. Yep. It's hard to think of anyone who doesn't support Israel in American politics. Eh? Good
1: question, actually. I think Linda Sarsour, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, the squad yeah. are pretty much the only people who don't support Israel. And even then, it's not we hate Israel, it's I disagree with the state of Israel's attack on the Palestinian people, but I support the Jews. That sort of, you know.
1: In public, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. In public, <laughs> yes. Right. So uh, support for Israel is very common in America, unsurprisingly. Joe Biden's cabinet is also very much in support. And we've got lots of, lots of evidence of this. This is on the 16th of October. I'm well, sorry. you
2: have to be careful of misinformation, because I did see a tweet that went out a little while ago that basically said that uh, Joe Biden's uh, cabinet is full of Mormons. Um, But thankfully, um, Twitter notes was there to correct and say, no, actually, and it went through the list. Yeah, I I can't remember what what they, but there was a lot of Jewish in there.
0: Thank goodness uh, Twitter notes exist. uh, Anyway, you know, Janet Yellen, Americans certainly afford to support Israel and Ukraine, which I'm sure the Americans are thrilled to hear. Oh, good, that's where our money's going, is it? Fantastic. And of course, Biden has pledged uh, to um, support Israel and not quote the other team, which was weird. Like he's, interesting phrasing yeah but actually, it doesn't actually say there yeah, but he, he says that he does literally call them the other team which I reckon he
2: like,
1: just uh, forgot who they were fighting
0: it, it's like, <laughs> no no it's like he forgot that it was a war right? it's, it's, it's like, yeah. he talks about it as if it's a sporting event um, <laughs> <but it's, laughs> it is remarkably detached <laughs> isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't alt F4 but I'd find the exact quote but he literally calls them the other team and it's like I mean, Hamas did massacre 1,300 people.
1: They go, yeah. That's just team spirit.
0: Yeah. Anyway, but it's not that they aren't left-wing, right? Because they're, of course, like, well, okay, we all support Israel with unqualified... just
1: We are American. That's Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. We unqualified support, support for Israel. But it would be nice if we could do more to protect Palestinian civilians, as Lincoln says here. Um, and so they are... Left-wing, and they're like, yeah, okay, we're not unsympathetic, right? And you get the, uh, <laughs> the best one, I think, was Kamala Harris, who put out a video saying, well, as a result of the mass terrorist attack in Israel, I'm proud to announce the first national strategy to counter Islamophobia. <laughs> Literally the Norm the MacDonald. Donald. is yeah. exactly what I was thinking, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's
2: just... You've got to assume that Camilla Harris is on the other side of this than the majority of the, of the Biden team.
0: I don't think so. I don't think she's intelligent enough to be on the other side. Yeah, quite possible. Um, I think that all, what's happening is she's just defaulting back to NPC leftist programming.
2: The NPC leftist programming for this is Brown and the underdog, therefore we support. Yeah. But the cabinet position as a whole is Israel.
0: Yeah, it's very boomer truth.
2: Yeah.
1: In, you know, so they've got to kind of look at each other and be like, what are we doing?
0: Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They, they don't know whose side they're on.
2: Right? Yes. That's the point. Well, no, they, they know whose side they're on, I think, but their whole programming says it should be the other side.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, you know, that's the thing. They're trying to, I don't want to say serve two masters. This yeah. is the, the, the phrase is you can't have two interests with a yes. counter to one another. And that's what they're trying to do.
1: That's yeah. a good question. Though. If you go and ask Democratic voters, I mean, there's going to be a certain block. Oh, yeah who are not very keen on the official position.
0: Nope. Hmm. But there are also going to be a certain bloc who are very keen on the official position. So it's like, right. But okay. How many votes do they have? Well, probably quite a few. Like Lots of Americans are very pro-Israel. I think lots of British people don't care about Israel. And I think that's yeah, probably as a cultural shift. That's a very distinct cultural difference between Britain and America. Um, British people are just like, Israel? Where's that? Did we own it? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, um, oh, there's another one. Oh. So, uh, did did Kamala Harris um, manage to placate the left-wing activists? Because that's, of course, what this is designed to do. So, like, look, officially, we're supporting Israel unconditionally, obviously, but we want to counter Islamophobia because this is our NPC programming. Did it work? Well, the answer is, of course, no. Let's have a watch of uh, this march and
1: average Americans. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Is that the Free Syrian Army flag? Guilty,
3: guilty, guilty. Palestine. Free, free Palestine. Free, free Palestine! Palestine! Will be free Palestine! Palestine!
1: Palestine! Genocide Joe has got to go. Don't make him sound cool. You. They're Say quite down good down at the. <laughs> No,
0: so you get the impression right Joe Biden responsible for genocide in Palestine I mean they all would have voted for Joe
1: Biden genocide Joe
0: Yeah, genocide Joe
1: it, uh, it sounds like a cartoon character isn't
2: yeah it? <laughs> the thing is well, I based one, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, definite missed opportunity for a right wing uh, sort of Vox Pop yeah. who did you vote for in the last election
2: yeah yeah.
1: because they all vote I vote genocide Joe yeah he stands for my mine <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> exactly so uh, they're not fans and uh they were uh, you know trying to get past the white house gates can watch this bubble. you know at the white house going this guy we voted for he's for genocide we hate him now total ideological confusion who are you voting for next year yeah who I'll be
1: genocide joe
0: well yeah i mean what <laughs> choice do you have can't, i'm not going to vote for the orange man doesn't want genocide and this is such nightmare (laughs) optics
2: this is such nightmare optics for the left that they're having to come down hard on left-wing activists because they normally never do this
0: yeah yeah normally they give them free reign go burn down cities go topple statues in fact when trump was president he had to be evacuated to a bunker because they were trying to burn down the white house then but now it's like huh now they're burning down the white house again and they're not doing what we want that's very interesting
1: it's nice to have a big, beautiful wall surrounding your house. <laughs> yes.
0: but, um, but yeah, so as Al Jazeera here report, tens of thousands of people gathered in the capital to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. I mean, we're doing a little more ceasefire, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> from the
1: river to the sea, a ceasefire shall be free. Yeah, that's very general. <laughs> um,
0: as Washington continues to resist calls for an end to the war, Biden, Biden, you can't hide. We charge you with genocide. Well, wow, it's catchy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They uh, can't mean, but they can chant. I will give them that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Biden administration urged Israel to minimize civilian casualties, but uh, they also requested $14 billion more in aid for Israel.
1: Yeah. Why not? Israel's a very, very yeah. poor country. <laughs> <laughs> they can't afford anything.
0: Say what you like about Palestine, Mr. Blinken, but the $14 billion in aid is the revealed preference there to me. Yes. Um, Why do they give them any aid?
1: Just frankly, like, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm, not trying to derail this, but they are a very rich country. I
0: don't have an answer for that.
2: My understanding is it's the only international (laughs) aid that America gives that doesn't come with heavy strings attached, basically saying you need to spend this on newish corporations. Because aid to everyone else is you get aid, but it's basically spent in America, and then the output is sent to the country, whereas the Israeli aid is the only one that just goes, yeah, just have the money. Unless it's in Pakistan.
1: I don't know about Gender studies for Pakistan. You remember that one? No. That, was, that was
0: only 50 million. Though. That was nothing. That's an absolute small thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, maybe Pakistan deserves, gender studies. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <it> deserves.
2: <laughs> well, you might, might want to edit that bit, possibly. I don't know. It could be. Dangerous. No, that's fine. I think, well, okay.
0: I I think right. it's
1: true. Pakistan deserves everything. It receives uh, in at and Anyway, just...
0: so there were protests like this in Britain. And the reason doing um, so, what do you know, much, much, is because this is just hilarious. Because Russian subtitles? Yeah, Russian subtitles is published on Russian uh, media, but it's an interview in London with some of the Palestinian uh, protesters. And if their protesters are anything like our protesters, they're not sending their best. What is happening is wrong. It's wrong. There's no way to justify hurting someone else. What, yeah. what do you think about what happened on
2: October 7th in Israel?
0: Uh, bring me up to speed that there's so much that's happened so i haven't kept up to date i just know that israel is doing what it's doing kept so up to date. what do you mean by october 7th oh. on october 7th when, <laughs> yeah. when the, there was a raid from have not you heard about what happened on october 7th no, like i said personally i haven't kept up to date with every single thing that's happened i just know palestinians Small <laughs> Spoon- <now> really <laughs> a Small so detail please Tell me, I mean, when, when people in Kibbutzim were killed. Okay. Have you heard about this story? No, I haven't. So that's why I'm saying what I'm yeah. saying. But at the end of the day, it's, we're talking about colonialism. We're not talking about racism. <laughs> we're talking about colonialism. What do you think about the state of Israel? What is happening? So, yeah. is... Okay. <laughs> they have no idea that they are actually marching in favor of an actual terrorist group that just committed a massacre.
1: This is all true, though. That is 100% pretty much every protester. Yeah.
2: No idea what's happened. I always assume that the NPCs at least watch the TV.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You would, wouldn't you? Yeah. I I thought that's where they got the program, but I I don't think it's that. I think what this is, is um, social media. I don't think it's actually the TV, right? What I think this is, is... uh, Well, the TV's
1: all pro-Israel, unless you're watching Al Jazeera.
0: Sure, it's it's the ideological funnel effect and the sort of siloing effect of social media. So you, we've we've seen these sort of studies that come out and go, look, the Democrats and Republicans are basically living in alternate realities yeah. where certain events don't happen. And her social media feed just would not have shown her any of the Hamas attacks. It's all pro-Palestine. Yeah, that's that point, yeah. Right? It would have shown Israel bombing Palestine, apparently unprovoked. But, oh my God, Israel's just wiping up the Palestinians. What are they doing this for? And so she has no idea that Israel's yeah. responding to a massacre, right? Yeah. So it, and you can tell that she's like so Like, well, I mean, I was not up speed. It's like okay, but like the penny's about to drop. It is a right? bit pivotal. Yeah. It, it it does seem that that actually might.
2: It, it, it's a bit like going to the you know stop the war protest that we had here and never having heard of nine eleven. <laughs> yes. But at least that was a response to Iraq. Like I can't
1: remember the looking at the history books. Yeah. Cause I wasn't really around for it. The, the mass marches against the invasion of Afghanistan because, trust me, bro.
2: Yeah.
1: I I don't know. Would you go up to someone and say what happened on 9/11 and they would be like no idea. I just think invading Afghanistan's wrong.
0: I feel like people were genuinely a little bit more at the speed. I think I I think you could have gone to anyone in the 2003 protests and asked them what what happened, <laughs> what 9/11? happened on 9/11 yeah. and they'd be like well two planes hit the World Trade Center. I'm pretty sure. At least they'd have that. Yeah, at least they'd know that something had happened to provoke this, I think. But
2: but no, you've sold me on this. I I can well believe that her social media feed, which is probably the only thing she's consuming, simply omitted the October 7th attacks entirely.
0: Yeah, because we we look at social media as if it's a public space, but actually it's not. It's millions and millions of individual private spaces. No social media feed is the same. And the algorithm curates it all uniquely for you. And so it's entirely possible that she doesn't. I don't think she's being dishonest when she's like, no, I don't know what that is. (laughs) Catch me up. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so (laughs) moving on. They're afraid of Trump. So.
1: Not genocidal, Joe. Israel, not genocide, Joe. Peace-loving Trump's got (laughs) to go.
0: I mean, if we can just recall the state of international (laughs) politics under Trump, zero new wars. Yeah. peace uh, in the
1: Middle East this is an attack ad from Joe Biden where he's like Donald Trump brought zero new wars to the world <laughs>
0: <laughs> brought peace to the Middle East zero Hamas attacks on Israel vote genocidal Joe to- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like <laughs> everyone was quiet no Russian invasions of Ukraine yeah. you know? no worry about China and Taiwan everyone's just like right no Trump's probably going to go mental if something happens let's not poke the tiger uh, in fact tiger is the correct thing he's orange yes um, but they're, they're worried about this because Trump and his allies are plotting revenge and they're like, yeah, we're going to punish our critics and opponents, they think Donald Trump would. It's Like what? Like Joe Biden, like Genocide Joe is doing with the January 6th protesters. Really? And yeah. the thing is, right, they've got a great quote from Trump in here. The January 6th stuff, that's third world country stuff. Arrest your opponent. No, no, they didn't just arrest the opponents. They arrested the opponents and their f***ing lawyers. Right? They were literally mugshots of the lawyers defending the opponents, right? And the Trump said the Trump said Trump had a campaign stop in New Hampshire in October, and that means I can do it too. That's that's what it means. Okay, I mean,
2: yeah. But the thing, if that's if that's the standard that we operate now, which is basically we just mass arrest the activists of the other side when we come into power,
0: I mean, we might as well do it too. Yeah. Does that mean this literally you've legitimized this? Donald Trump and his allies have begun mapping out specific plans for using the federal government to punish critics and opponents should he win a second term. With a former president naming individuals he wants to investigate or prosecute and his associates drafting plans to potentially invoke the Insurrection Act on his first day of office so to allow him to deploy the military against civilian demonstrations. What like Biden did.
2: Please let him win. This is going to be so much fun.
0: (laughs) Please let him win. (laughs) You
2: destroyed the American Republic. Now, lie
0: in it. It's not just that. You destroyed the American Republic. You destroyed the world economy. Destroyed world, the the world order that guaranteed the sort of international peace. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of thinking that Donald Trump might be able to pull you up on some charges.
2: Right? To, to, to be fair, the the left has already destroyed democracy. It's just a question of whether they get away with it. I mean, yeah. they, they rigged an election. They they got mass arrest of political. Are we allowed to opponents. say that on YouTube now. That bit needs censoring.
0: <laughs> I think you have I to think say we that are now. actually allowed to say that.
2: We are, but you don't
1: want to take the risk. Yeah, there's no oh, way. change okay, the rules tomorrow, and then we'll just get killed. Yeah,
0: That's true. Right. But um. But we can just beep that bit out, right? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Anyway, so all of this, so the fact that they're like, right, we've just been beating our opponent in ways that were previously considered illegitimate, Uh, it's a bit scary now that our opponent's thinking about doing that back to us. Yes. Far-right MAGA theocrats, the most dangerous threat to America. Now, you might be thinking, hang on a second, don't you have a wide open southern border and a massive number of pro-Palestine supporters in your country? And that's the sort of thing that uh, uh, Peter Ducey asked at uh, meet the press. Uh, has the White House considered the possibility that terrorists could be in the country right now after crossing the southern border? Uh, yes. And that's what the FBI warned about on Tuesday, last week. Uh, yep. They literally warned uh, there's probably going to be a higher chance of a staged terrorist attack since the war on Gaza, because we support Israel unconditionally, just so you know. And, of course, um, the diversity hire speakers like, well, I'm going to speculate on that. Well, the FBI is like everyone else is.
1: Yeah. Uh, that has got to be the best government policy of all time: unconditionally support Israel while importing the people who hate Israel. Yeah, yeah, and also stigmatizing- a recipe for pure success. <laughs> but,
0: al- but also stigmatizing those people who want to do the opposite, which is stop people from coming in who just hate Israel and just hate anyone, and making sure that things are settled and decent as they were. Right, like being opposed to the guys who are going to fix the problem while well, creating more of the problem and being unable can, to resolve it yourself.
1: I can see why Alex Jones, when he talks about American politics, gets into the demonic language. Yeah. It's just yeah. stupid. For all the failures here, like at least it's not actually that level of demonic. Because if that, you're going to assume some
2: sort of level of rationality, you have to assume that they think that by flooding the borders, those people are more likely to vote Democrat
0: or yes. something. Yes. I think that's an active view of what they do. Yeah. Um, and so, okay they are more likely to vote democrat they're also more likely to commit terror attacks so it turns yeah. out that literally anyone That's can crowd about water. yeah and uh, and the salon writer here is just like well all the age of enlightenment led men after hundreds of years of bloody crusades to give up on state religions trump's going to bring it back with a christian nationalism blah 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 shut up is that really really christian nationalism anyway turns <laughs> out trump's well in the lead in uh, five of the six swing states, I will bring back the Crusades. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, you may remember these ones, Callum, from the 2020 election: Nevada, Georgia, <sighs> Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. It's only Wisconsin that he's currently lagging behind in, which is good. I mean,
2: I, I would comment, but you're just going to bleep me again. So I'll just say that you know it's probably no different from last time.
0: Well, you say that, but I've had this conversation and. The Time Magazine article made it very clear it was a lot of work and required a lot of commitment to do what just we did. to fortify. <laughs> and I'm not sure that that exists anymore. I'm not sure. Because,
2: that... I mean, it was blatant last time, but it would have to be like blatant plus this time, wouldn't it?
0: It would, it would have to be phenomenal this yeah. time. And I I'm not sure they can just muster. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like it had a very united Democrat Party. right? Yeah. They were like, oh, Trump's the worst thing that could happen. Yes. Got to get him out. Everyone's too little, right? There's too much peace. I'm sick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way too much. The, the revolution isn't going to come with all this peace and prosperity, obviously. So there's also, right? the, the, oh, go ahead. But now that doesn't exist, right? So you've got two large constituencies, the pro Israel and the pro Palestine constituencies that hate each other. There's a large number of Democrats that don't like Joe Biden, just because. Especially of, in the last two weeks. And, but but yeah. also in the last three years, yeah. generally, he's been very sour. But the point members. I was
2: going to make is, is, is I watched a podcast with three billionaires and a libtard, and um, two of them are big, big supporters of the Democrat Party, and mm-hmm. both of them have said, in, in since this October seventh thing, they both said, yeah, okay, no, we're out. Yeah, you know, we're, we're and 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 they then go on to give anecdotes of other tens of billions of donations that have stopped flowing in this direction.
0: Yeah. And so I, I don't think they've got the internal unity required no. to summon the energy to do what they think will need to be done, and. When being polled, Donald Trump is, of course, smashing Joe Biden. Uh, you need 270 votes to win in the Electoral College. Joe, uh, Trump will beat Joe Biden with over 300 votes in various polls. Um, not good. Uh, 71% of voters say Biden is too old, including 54% of Biden's own supporters. Uh, only 39% of those voters felt the same about Trump, who would be older than Biden when he would be coming in. But I guess it's about... Uh, how compass mentis oh yeah
2: but Trump can finish a sentence and climb a flight of stairs (laughs) yeah exactly yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) woo (laughs) woo Go yeah, Trump. Uh, <laughs> I'm just handing out wins, man. But I'm so, tired of winning. Yeah, well, I mean, Winning in literally every domain of life, including climbing stairs.
2: <laughs> oh, on the presidential debate, he should just have somebody as a stunt wheel on a couple of stairmasters and challenge yeah. him.
0: <laughs> um, swing state voters say they trust Trump over Biden on the economy by a 22-point margin. And uh, Trump and Biden are effectively tied among voters under 30. Votes the thirty who like seventy percent prior were voting yeah. Democrat.
2: Well, plus the RFK factor. If you notice that as soon as RFK went in, he as soon as he became an independent candidate, he immediately lurched to the left. Yeah. So he's going to be pulling votes from Biden.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so it's looking to all the world and uh, Zelensky, Trump's going to be the guy. And so he's like, Trump, do you want to come <laughs> over, bro? Do you want to come over? It's like, why would you need to? Why do you need to get Trump over?
2: Zelensky is looking so desperate these days. He tried to get himself invited to Israel, didn't he? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and no. he said no.
0: Yep. And it's just like, oh, you know, yeah. it's just ooh, pain. But, uh, but the point is, it's absolute chaos in America. And it looks like the king may well return because of the chaos that the, the, the left has wrought. They brought in a bunch of constituencies that they thought they could manage in the multi-culti uh, way, which obviously doesn't work now that all this has just been laid out. And Trump is just looming in the background. that I'm going to fix all of this. And, you know, I mean, literally, I'm going to ban the Muslims and whatnot. But, like, the left is not happy. But it's, honestly, I'm, I'm mildly optimistic, actually.
2: I'm more than optimistic. This is going to be tremendous fun when he comes back.
0: Yeah, I know. The next election is going to be great. I'm really looking forward <laughs> to it. Anyway, we'll leave that there.
2: Oh. So, uh... <laughs>
0: Let's talk about um, let's talk
2: about Norths FC's Alamo, uh, Baz's last stand. So, why we wear these things um, is because of the um, Remembrance Sunday, uh, Armistice Day, I believe. So it was after the the end of the First World War we started uh, honouring our dead, and I think Re- Remembrance Sunday is that now all wars that we remember. I think it is, isn't it? It changed. I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's primarily World War.
2: Yeah. But it is it is kind of one of the most sacred things that we do in this country um, in terms of our sort of public events. we we got an but, example here. For um, foreigners who don't know, because
3: it's
1: it's not that common, weirdly, is uh, the poppy symbol is because of the poppies that grew on the fields of
2: flanders where all the dead were. Yes, there were quite a lot of dead.
0: And just as a quick thing, I, I remember in school as having the minute silence at the 11-11 yes. on the 11th of November. We would have a minute silence. And so it's one of the few things that actually is a kind of cultural ritual that the British do and hopefully still do to this day. Um, and so it's just one of those things. It's like, okay, this is actually one of the last remaining sacred pillars of Britishness and British society.
2: Yeah, it is, it, it is very much a symbol. So, I mean, and, and this is sort of, sort of how it goes down. So we've got the Cenotaph um, statue in London. Um, and basically what happens is all the great and the good, they come out. And I think the first, there we go. Let me get it to that. So the king will lay the first wreath um, and then I believe it's a bunch of um, senior military figures come out and they lay theirs. And then it's the prime minister. And then I think it's other party leaders, yeah. past prime ministers, and then basically anyone who's anybody in the political sphere will come out and lay a wreath. So that thing will be dotted with wreaths by the end of it. E- even Tony Blair himself, um, will quite often come out and. Let- oh,
0: of course he will. Yeah,
2: of he will. so so it is, it's a very high sort of um, you know security event and, and considered pretty much sacred, which is why it sort of rubbed people up the wrong way when um, sort of Gaza Hamas type supporters basically said they were going to do a million man march on this thing, um, on
0: this day in this place
2: at this time. Yeah, that they were they were going to march on London during this. Now, my first reaction to hearing that. Um, was that that would basically kind of be a bit of a gift for us? Because look, the ruling class, the people who are going to be at this thing, they're the ones who brought in all these people. They're the ones who've been the champions of diversity. And if, if their um, imported masses proceed to basically march on the cenotaph, well, that's glorious optics. I mean, that, that you know, they are going to have to, you know, lie in the bed that they've made.
0: There was a definite tone shift. Uh, the other week when there was that 100,000-person demo through London, mm. past Parliament, in favour of Palestine. Yeah. It was a definite tone shift. Assassinate me. Well, I'm All thinking, of Sparta. So they I was... Oh, hang me.
2: on. I, I, I clicked it too. I, I was basically thinking of this.
0: Sire. Relax, old friend. They assassinate me. All of Sparta goes to war. Pray. Now that's stupid. Pray. We're that lucky.
2: I mean, that's my thinking. You know, pray they're that stupid to march on the Cenotaph. Pray we're there that lucky.
1: Otherwise, we're going to have the Simpsons playing.
2: Yeah. So, if you know, if if that happens, I mean, basically, it makes... Go.
1: go Last year, I remember we went to one in Swindon, and there's about, I'd estimate, about 100 English people turned up, and they're all wearing the poppies, and the time came, and silence reigned over those people. But of course, because we're in Swindon, there's just hordes of foreigners going about their business, walking past us, shouting big issue, etc. So whilst this two minute of silence was happening, yeah. that noise was going on in the background, people jabbering away in languages I like don't even I can't even comprehend. I can't even name. We're all walking past us, looking at us like what are they doing? Yeah. And that was disheartening enough as an image. I really wish I'd filmed it, because it is it's just something to have been there and noticed that. The same thing with all the great and the good as you're saying standing there, and in the background of the two-minute silence on the live stream of every TV channel being, free Palestine! Exactly. It, it, it is just beautiful imagery for making yep. the point that, yeah, you have destroyed your country
2: and you're responsible. People standing right there. Exactly. I mean, it, it makes the point perfectly. So, you, you can see the situation. You've got all these, you've got all these, um, you know, Hamas, Gaza, adjacent type people coming into London to confront the establishment and the police were going to have to be in the middle of that. What do they want to do rather than have to confront that head on? It would be massively convenient if they could interject somebody else into the (laughs) middle of it so that they then go back to reverting to to basically playing the role of peacekeeper. we're, We're breaking up fights between the right wing and a bunch of Gaza supporters. So, um, you know, this is this is a tweet from, um, you know, our our, our friend um, Alex, um, who basically, oh, oh, no, sorry, I, I might have got, that's just a picture of somebody glowing. I, I think I've got the wrong one. Here we go. Let me click into that. Yeah, so this is a tweet from Douglas Murray. Um, he says, um, and, and this has been a fierce debate in the office, actually, as to which way we come down on this one. So, um, UK Hamas supporters are now planning a million-man march on Remembrance Day. They plan to defame our war dead and desecrate the cenotaph itself. This is a tipping point. If such a march goes ahead, then the people of Britain must come out and stop these barbarians. That's fighting talk. So that's option two, I suppose, which is uh, everyone
1: should turn up and defend the cenotaph. And then what are the optics exactly? If you were a police commander...
2: Which outcome would you be happier with? Would you be happier with having to raise batons against a bunch of towel wearing? They're not going to. Yeah,
1: they won't even lay a finger on those people.
0: Would no, you... there, there, there are there are videos where they have done. that. Um,
1: they did it for the coronation. Yeah, that was it.
0: But no, there was another one fairly recently I saw where that did happen. So I I find it difficult to believe that whoever's in charge of the police at this point, it's not see the dick anymore is it? Um, I find it hard to believe that they're actually thrilled with the prospect of having a million Muslims and whatever the EDL can summon up confronting each other in London I, I actually don't think that's
2: I, what they want I, I think they would much rather that than have to confront them directly because like you say they really don't want to start battening a bunch of Muslims marching in London
0: I don't think they're that bothered about that. really well it because, like, what they'll do is they'll put a police perimeter around the cenotaph, and most of them will just walk past. it. Hmm. Like, they're not going to, they, they, they're going to be like, right, okay, we're, you know, it'll just be like this river of people going, free, free, palestine, walking by it. There's, there'll be a police cordon around it, and I don't think much else will happen.
1: But That's you, option one. So, but if
0: you've got the, the football lads there.
1: All on the outskirts of the perimeter, all with their poppies, all being silent at the right time. But the, the
0: chances are it's not going to be silent, right? So one side will chant at the other side, and the other side will chant back, and they'll start winding each other up. Not at the two-minute silence. Not, no, no, no. hatreds. I'm, I'm not saying at
2: the two-minute well, silence. Well, one side will be quiet for the two-minute silence. Yeah,
0: but, but directly after that, one, one side's going to be winding up the other side, and they're both going to feed into it. And if you're in charge of the police, you, start, just push all F off. Like, you probably don't want the chaos that's going to ensue, because actually it could well be chaos.
1: So I'm, I'm not going to be here for the 11th, so I'm not going to have much to say or, or try and argue what people should do because um, I, I won't be here to join people or not join people. But I was thinking about this, and I can't see a downside to this in any possible outcome that happens because let's say scenario one, the Palestine protesters turn up and are utterly disrespectful and the people have to deal with what they have done to this country. Great for us.
3: Hmm.
1: Operation number two, guys turn up and then they are there either defending or standing around in uh, solidarity with our, our nation's history and past or whatever, and it all goes peacefully, great for us. Uh, option number three, which is that it descends into violence. Well, in which case, still good for us because what's the optics there exactly? It's that the state and the police have no ability or care to defend yep. any part of our history or heritage. And the imagery is instead of patriots defending it
2: Physically. That's my problem. With with option number three, which is it it gets violence, is they maintain the ability to frame this however they want. So they will be filming loads of it and they will pick the particular bits that makes the right wing, by which they basically the native Brits. The English. Yeah, the English, look as bad as possible and they will pick other bits of footage to make the protest look as mild as possible. Sure,
0: but that's just another day ending and why. Right. So they do this every single time and they're probably just fabricating events out of whole cloth just to do it, right? So, okay, that's fine. That's a known quantity. They do this all the time. This is actually kind of old hat, right? This is just worn cloth. This is the bread and butter of it. But I think there's another option that if the two sides are there chanting at each other, well, one side might actually chant something pretty irredeemable, right? But I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that the Palestine side, I mean, is chanting from the river to the sea, "Palestine will be free which is understood to be an explicit call for the disestablishment of Israel, it could go further. I mean, they did
1: literally chant gas the Jews in Australia. Yes. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: They literally chanted gas the Jews in Australia. And if Tommy and the EDL guys have got their Israel flags, you know, um, Yemeni and stuff like that there, um, not that Douglas Murray would go, but Katie Hopkins, they'll all wave Israel flags. And it's entirely possible that the pro-Palestine supporters are morph into pro-Hamas supporters and, you know, is there a distinction between the two? And so if there's viral footage of them just chanting death to the Jews or something like that, hard to really make the AEDL overshadow that. Yeah, but the, again,
2: they maintain the ability to frame this as they see fit. So even if there were a whole bunch of them marching along, chanting, gas the Jews, what will happen is that will appear on social media. It won't appear on the nine o'clock news.
0: Well, it depends, I think, on the scope of the clip that goes viral, right? Because, I mean, it can be that it overrides the natural impulse to take a dump on the working class. Also, if you've got people like the sort of David Badil types, they're never going to side with the pro palestine pro-Palestine protesters. And they're constantly going on about how Jews don't count and how, you know, everyone hates the Jews. And if you've got this particular clip that might might occur, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. They'll all be like, okay, we're against that, regardless of what happens.
2: And by de facto it. end up on our side, we're saying. Yes. Okay.
0: It's, I don't think it's beyond possibility.
2: So a lively debate is, um, you know, our friend Morgoff saying um that, you know, He's skeptical on this one. He's basically saying, look, there, there are other ways that this could have been put across to policymakers. Um, and yet they're basically demanding that, you know, Sue and Jeffrey go and take to the streets and be battered by police rather than, you know, directly pulling the the, the levers of power. Um, and, and I, I, you know, there's other points that have been made by, um, you know, sensible censorists, which is basically saying, don't get caught in this frame being prepared for you. Both parts of this long practice to suck a place. Stay away from London on 11th of November. So, I mean, what, what, what are we saying to people? Are we saying to people... Um, you know, turn up and defend the senator because I'm, I'm. I've got to say, I'm not there. I'm. I'm saying that I think that this is going to be rigged at every level.
0: When I've mentioned this previously, I've said I'm not advising in any way, shape, or form. Mm.
2: So, so I think
1: we should we should step back a bit. But when I thought about the examples of what could happen and how it could be good for us, so our political objective, I think I can speak for the the patriotic movement right in the UK, mm-hmm. is to demonstrate that the mass importation of foreigners has disastrous consequences in a number of ways. And any of those outcomes demonstrate the disastrous consequences of what's happened and what's being done. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I think we should have as our objective. It's demonstrating to the public and the elite at large, look what you're doing to the place. Yeah. So that needs to be kept in mind when I think we decide what to do. But one thing I'm unsure about and I don't really like is, okay, Tommy said he's going to go and he's promoting that his followers should go. Okay, fine. That's you know, his decision. Or Katie or whoever else. What I don't like is Douglas Murray saying that people should go and then not saying he's... What is
2: he doing himself? Yeah.
1: If if he wants people to turn up and defend it from, quote, the barbarians, well, then you should go He won't
2: be on the front line, I I suspect.
1: He should be. And if he isn't, if he decides not to, that's embarrassing.
2: Yeah.
0: Conversely, I think it's important to note that lots of people want to go. Mm. Lots of people who are the sort of bulldog nationalists.
1: We've seen for weeks this going on. Yeah, and they, it feels wrong to do. Well,
2: nothing. I can I can give an example of the of the type of people. I don't even yeah. need to turn the sound on, but this is.
0: Yeah, I can see.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's
0: a man in Thailand.
2: He runs the Winston Churchill shop in Thailand.
0: Oh, is it? That oh, really? Okay. okay,
3: yeah.
2: But but this is this is basically you know um who, who's being sort of fired up now. I, I reckon that the the police and the media are going to spot him or somebody like him on the front, and it's going to be like right, let's get the cameras on him and let's just let's monitor him for the slightest infraction yeah and then we go charging in and then it will be oh look what we managed to stop from from picking on these poor little you know immigrant types
0: yeah but when they're literally 100,000 and chanting death to jews i don't think i don't think mm. that's going to overshadow it
1: i think if this was 2015 or something your argument yeah, would, I, would have a lot more water and in the amount of the opportune window seems to have shifted in uk politics
0: especially and, with that pro palestine demo
1: Yeah. I mean, but correctly, I mean, it has shifted because of the failures of multiculturalism, not because of some kind of victory on the patriotic Mm -hmm. front. So you may very well be right, even though I think your argument's weaker than it would have been, that seeing London rip itself apart may very well be the best thing that could happen. Mm. Either way, it's not up to us. I I think Tommy's people are going, I know some other people of us.
2: I mean, people have got to make, people have got to make their own decisions. I'm just saying, you know, be aware that, that you will be policed to a completely separate standard Absolutely. to the other half on that. So, so go in knowing how you're going to be treated. I remember, I think it was the BLM protest or something. So there was a counter protest there and there was some guy that went and took, took a leak down some side streak or yeah. something. And it just happened to be a blue plaque at knee height somewhere down there. And it was like, it was like about a meter to his left or something. But the headlines were full of, um, right-winger urinates on Blue Plaque. Um, it was a
1: policeman's uh, site where he was stabbed to death.
2: Yeah, that's what, that's, that's what it was, yeah. And basically, by the Monday, this happened on a Saturday, by the Monday, he had been tried and convicted and sent to jail. And yet no one in BLM got that treatment. No.
1: You, you, if you're going to engage in this, you have to be incredibly careful and do the right thing.
2: Because the police will be looking for an excuse that, that to chap- make it about the right rather yeah. than...
1: Because, I mean, again, obviously that incident obviously means that that day all we're end up talking about is that guy and yep. obviously
2: shouldn't have done but, but, it. But that's exactly says what they're going do, do here. They, they are going to make it all about, um, there they will be a version of that. So we've already seen some of this already. So this is um, you know, a bunch of um, UK military veterans going out with their flags mm-hmm. and the police decide all of a sudden that flags are now a problem um, and they're going to they're going to enforce their their powers on these guys, and basically the the veterans have stood there. I mean, look at the the look on that guy's face back there. I mean, it he might the guy in back military back. uniform is just yeah. Like, the guy in the military uniform, it's it's like what the hell is this? There's an important part. The police officer
1: here is saying you can't fly flags, and then asked why he says, well, there's more of them than there are of us. In It's the an interesting city, us, of isn't it? Yeah, the interesting the English police officers there are identifying with the English protesters and saying, look, we're outnumbered, boys. We're defeated. That point of numbers, again, perfectly feeds into the correct and accurate criticism the patriotic movement in the UK has Mm. of mass immigration.
0: But to be honest with you, there's a part of me that loves to watch the English
2: retreat. 100%. for, For me, it feels like the next door neighbor is a gay policeman who, who's taken a boatman into his home and now they're having a row and you're going and getting in the middle of it. It, it might be better just to say, you know, you've made your bed, you bloody lie it, you deal with your problems. And for me, the idea of the, of London's elite having to come face to face with what they've created is preferable to seeing a whole bunch of our people going out there and getting dis, disparate policing because look, this is, yeah, that, that's the same police Dealing with the other side, going around. Can you please move? No. All right, I'll move on then. Would you like some water? Look at the meekness yeah. to which they deal with these guys.
0: I and it's, it's loathsome, absolutely loathsome that that's the case.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, go, go to this thing next Sunday if you want to, but be extremely cautious and no know- I, th-
0: I think it's on Saturday, not
2: Sunday. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, Saturday. Is it Saturday? It- yes,
0: yeah,
1: Saturday is the 11th. Okay, so one of the aspects I saw just that the National Front is trending in the UK, and the reason for that is because over the weekend there was about ten people from the National Front who turned up with British flags to lay a reef at the cenotaph as well. Okay. And when you click on that, you'll notice that there's a load of, you know, EU holdouts from the Great War of 2016, hmm. tweeting it, being like, "Look, look, the <laughs> National Front exists. Look." Look, the, the the races far right have happened.
0: Yeah, They think exactly. the National Front run the country.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly what you're warning the narrative will become and them
2: desperately trying to push it. And obviously it completely yeah. failed because it's 10 people. So yeah, I'm, I'm just saying to people, go if you want to be extremely cautious because the policing will be completely asymmetric and understand that when you when you go home at that night and you look at the footage on TV it will bear absolutely no relation to what you saw with your own eyes it yeah. will be twisted and there will be some version of the blue plaque thing that will be pulled out and used against you so watch out
3: fair enough thank you much
1: God, I love that every single topic we have to deal with now has, has to be put through the frame of Israel-Palestine. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> Isn't that great, guys? Don't you love it? How all of Western society
2: has now pivoted on this random foreign war? Well, we have no problems of our own, so why not? <sighs>
1: yeah, what else have we got to do? Which is why I have to speak about the fact that it won't stop in the cities that, of course, comes to us. And every town and village, every country lane, every hedgerow will now be filled with posters of kidnapped children and Palestinian flags next to it. The things I got out of the city
2: to to avoid bullshit like this, I don't have anywhere further to go. Yeah,
1: You don't have an Israel to run to, no. No. I mean, Wales, maybe. But then we've oh, got to... No, or no, as God. if going to last. <laughs> yeah, we're going to disestablish the Welsh and then what? Disestablish, disestablish ourselves. So there, think,
0: there are like three times more immigrants or five times more immigrants in the country than there are Welshmen.
2: Yeah. So, and that's good like, luck. I'd rather go back to bloody London than go to Wales.
0: And this is what
1: I'm
2: talking about. Wales take, is um,
0: nice. <laughs> Well, that's <laughs> it's lovely.
2: I'm not. I'm not driving everywhere at 20 miles an hour. Although, no. well,
0: there, again, there is that. Probably.
2: Yeah. You are going to get older, though, and then you'll start enjoying it.
0: Yeah.
1: So you've even got some grey yeah. hairs. You're going to get there. Folks GP. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but let's let's play a game, shall we? Should we take the average day of a city dweller, local man? Yeah. He lives in London, of course, because he's the last Englishman in London. He must be a billionaire. There's, there's no one else there. Is that rich? So he lives in the centre of the city in Westminster. He's got a lovely house. So he wakes up and he reads his morning newspaper, and reads this story, which is that the Met Police are apologizing for having hired a terrorist sympathizer to advise them on Islamophobia.
0: Can I, can I just read one? Two, I've not seen this before, but I'm scanning, scanning through this. This instance has highlighted past language and views expressed by Atik Malik. What do you think Atiq Malik had to say? It anti-Semitic <laughs> and contrary with our values. We will see, be immediately ceasing our relationship with Mr. Malik while we investigate
1: well, do you remember that the Met police said that um, we know full well which is a Hamas flag, which is a Taliban flag, which is an Al Qaeda flag, because we're being advised? Uh, the chap they were being advised by is this one. He is uh, calling for the river to the sea. Palestine must be free.
0: Are you going to bring up the little Muslim woman who's got the club, Given people well, stare, who was also a terrorist sympathizer?
1: She was indeed. She <laughs> uh, believed that 9 11. Well, she had
2: the Hassan position. So, so not yeah. not everyone with the surname Malik is is a wronger. I've, I've actually got somebody on my no one's bro. Saying that, yeah, I'm, I'm, so I've okay. got somebody on my which is coming out tomorrow. Which, which and and he's got the surname Malik, but all the same, you think you might want to do just an extra quick social media skim, just uh, if you're yeah. pointing them to the police. Uh,
1: this guy here calling for jihad into but you know who knows who knows. We don't do background checks at the police so there you know local man wakes up reads that in his newspaper I've Got that,
0: quotas to fulfill Callum
1: yeah his, his local police force has hired a terrorist and have been yeah. found out and they're like oh that was a mistake uh, we'll hire someone else um, Mohammed Atta I'm sure he's a good boy anyway so he'll, he's got full confidence in his police force so he walks outside to work and he meets the local chaps screaming Allah Akbar um, you know, whatever It's a bit early but, but it's time to head to work so he heads off he goes down to the local monument and sees uh, people well, the monument having to be barricaded and having a police guard on it twenty four seven because the, the new British, for some reason, don't respect the first and second world war. They think we were on the wrong side of it. Well, oh well, that is, that
2: is a lot of police, isn't it? Because normally you walk down Whitehall and there'd be like maybe two officers huddled away in the little hut thing outside Downing Street, and mostly empty. Uh, but yeah, that would be it. Anyway, he heads to the train
1: station because he's, he's got places to go, and uh, here's the train station. <laughs> Nigel
2: Farage says here Our nation Its values are being Destroyed before our eyes But what does he know He's so, in London so, so for those listening This poor gent's Journey through London Has involved Quite a bit of um, Flags enrich- Enrichment yeah. yeah He's a lover of flags A
0: lot more Just Palestinian than flags Than one might expect From Yes England So as yes. he's
1: As he's walking through uh, Liverpool Street he's, he's like Okay Well uh, I suppose I might do my bit As the last Englishman Of London I'll go and see the chaps with the poppies and give them a pound. Well here they are. They're having a wonderful day, as you can <laughs> see here.
2: <laughs> the, so, he, so so that that is basically the look of a puppy that's been shut in the cellar for months. I mean it's just total despair. It's like, geez.
1: Hmm. Yeah. It's um some people listening, it's uh, uh three English people here who are sad at their little desk. They're very old and uh, they're selling a
0: little British Legion selling poppies.
1: Yeah. Uh, around them, a lot of people who wish that we were on the other side of the war. So not not much to see eye to eye.
0: People of diverse extraction.
1: Yeah, Nazi supporters. <laughs> can we just do that at this point? I do wonder. Maybe. I mean, but they do keep saying it. So. But again, I mean, again, I don't want to get into the Palestine-Israel conflict itself, but when you meet Palestine yeah. supporters in the West.
2: Hey, hey, hey. But Boomers are normally fairly oblivious to this sort of stuff. You've got, to, you've got to wonder what's going through the mind of those three people as they're sat there at their little poppy desks surrounded by this.
1: Anyway, after he said hi to the locals and brought his poppy, then gets on the train. Uh, what do you want to guess is on the train with him? Um, well, it's uh, more, more local gents. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, great, great, great. So that actually isn't too bad because I, I used to live in London and sit on the tube. <laughs> yeah, and it, of you used to live in London. Really. Uh, uh, that's normal. Uh, <laughs> at, at, yeah, at, at least they're speaking English. Yeah, yeah. The amount right. of times I'd be sat on the tube uh, and I would hear separate conversations going on around me, not one of them in English. They're not shouting, Yah, yahood.
1: Fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank God. At least the foreigners are chanting in English. Yeah, they're, they're chanting their the hateful rants
2: <laughs> in English, which is something. That's um, wonderful. Anyway, he gets off the train. Um, it's, it's
1: time to go home, I think. Uh, that's enough excitement for the day. Well, he goes home. He's walking back through Westminster. What does he see? Well, he sees uh, the local diversity screaming, you are slaves, At the police, before they are hit with fireworks. Because again, it is a lovely, peaceful day in, in
2: London. So, so my point in the last segment about separate policing standards do you think if, if Tommy Robinson and a bunch of EDL supporters <laughs> started showing stood explosions. up in front of the police and started throwing fireworks at the police, their oh. response would be that? No. Look, and look, they've all, they've, they've all got orders to keep their bloody flat hats on. They're all holding their helmets. If, if, that, was, if that was a bunch of um, you know natives in front of them, yeah. those, the cap, shit out those of. caps would be off, those hard helmets would be on, Batten's would be drawn. Look, look, at the, look at the way their police was flinching when somebody comes at him.
1: Well, I've been at some of those with um, some local people, and um, when they uh, decided to walk onto a bus, they didn't damage the bus in any way, because they're English, but they got onto the bus, and they got on the top of the bus, and they're chanting away. Uh, The police deployed dogs, because they... they, Of course. They they treat it like a football game. Yeah, but that
0: would be Islamophobic. And can we very briefly touch on the irony of the adherence of a religion that literally translates into submit, calling other people slaves?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, look, man, he's, he's not very happy about it, as we went over previously. That face is... Yes. Glorious, and um, I just want to make the other point of interacting with these people on the protests in London. I mean, they do keep keep straying into the line of not really caring about the Palestinian people. Really, sort of more more animated by some uh, other aspect of no. this war. They never cared about the people of Yemen. Never no. cared about the people of Afghanistan. They don't care about the people of Syria. It's,
2: well, and and it's e- not e- even even if Israel was wiped out tomorrow and, I don't know, say Egypt or Jordan just divided up Israel between them, they would just start killing the Palestinians and no one would care.
1: Sure, but I mean the the Western people to get back to them. I mean, this guy turned up with a sign that said Hamas are terrorists at the mar- at the rally. Oh, he was yeah. saying, I stand with the Palestinian people, but Hamas need to go. What a hot
0: take that is.
1: And for some reason, um, these people thought that Hamas are actually kind of cool uh, and huh. and teared down the sign and, and beat him up so the police had to escort him out right. because the breach of the peace it is made by the peaceful man, not by the
0: violent man. I mean, I don't know what by what metric you would say that Hamas are not terrorists. Um, like well, they, they're not terrorists in Palestine.
1: Aren't they're, they? They're a prescribed group in the UK, but not prescribed in Gaza.
0: I've, well, there yeah, I have I realize <laughs> they're not prescribed in Gaza. But that doesn't mean they don't do any terrorism well, they, in Gaza. I mean, they they are, are still
2: prescribed. Well, you wanted Muslim. to steal,
0: man. <laughs> I, I that's very charitable steel
2: man muslim brotherhood is still a prescribed terrorist organization in most arab countries but not here his buttah? his muslim brotherhood is not a prescribed terrorist organization they've no, got okay. bank accounts here illegal here his but tahrir is here. on
0: the line <laughs> but the muslim brotherhood they can bank it
2: yeah his Hisbert-
1: Tahir. Yeah. tahrir muslim brotherhoods come on in boys Nigel, i just assumed that was a given oh jeez <laughs> But they're celebrating everything, as you can see. Uh, this guy here decided to bring a, a, a sign that, that celebrates the breaking down of the fence to then go and kill the civilians. So, oh yeah. yeah! Any any parachutes? But that's London. That's London. That's their problem. That's, that's their bed that they have to lay in because of uh, mass immigration. I just want to bring I live you up in the on the countryside. I just
0: want to bring you up on that accent. That accent is dead
1: now. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You ever notice when you go to America, the Americans will try and do a Cockney accent to make yeah. fun of
0: you, and you're like, "Where does that exist?"
1: And you're like, oh, those are the people from London, right? And you're like, They're all dead.
0: Yeah, that's the, that's the people from 100 years ago. Right, okay. They were
1: literally ethnically yep. cleansed. It's gone. Yes. Not there anymore. Yeah. So let's move to Swindon because, of course, um, such people did leave London. And um, most of the MPs, like Jacob Rees-Mogg, live out in the countryside where mass immigration to them means one European and an Irishman. Statistically speaking, that is entirely true.
0: We've got diversity. Look at all these Irishmen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sounds like my area, except without the Irishman.
1: Yeah. So, uh, well, there we go. There's some average Swindon residents I found on the weekend. And uh, do, you want to play, do you want to play a game?
0: I would have just <laughs> gone up and be like, how many years have you been in the UK? Not many. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They love this guy with his exist, resist, return. How much returning to Palestine do you think he's doing? <laughs> go on, then. <laughs> Currently in Swindon. Yes. Some reason. he's on Pig Hill which is Svein Don over here Yeah, you could get closer than Swindon uh, he doesn't want to though, for some reason everyone brought their kids of course and everything else um, demographically these people are going to be fine they are the future of Swindon
2: yeah, that's the case and they really are the future of Swindon by the way because I, I drive through Swindon on my way in and I see the uh, the queues kids. to the schools
1: yeah. Yeah. this lady here seemed a bit lost love <laughs> no she was one of the smug leftists who um. Oh, of course you loves where she is I also just found, this is an old photo of uh, part of Swindon. You can see there's a Morrison's there. You can go and get your middle class food when you go to Nando's and Prezzo and go to the cinema. Well, this is like 10 years ago, isn't it? Yeah, this yeah. is it now. Morrison's. Morrison's is closed now. Morrison's gone. But no one buys middle class food for some reason, the, the, new, the new Swindonites. There's now some Pride stuff. There's actually a Pride shop up there yep. that's selling all kind of um, rainbow no flags. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. And um, it, it, Okay, yeah. This is, this is what the countryside looks like instead.
0: Aren't I, things better? I, I, I love watching the foreign... Occupants marching down, uh, marching the past the ruins. Yeah, marching through the ruins of a once great civilization. This is just so great.
1: And, um, well, like that man had to worry about his, uh, war memorials being destroyed in London. Uh, we have, uh, more, more pressing matters. Uh, Swindon McDonald's was apparently the, uh, the focus of this. Is that Piers Corbyn. Yeah, for some reason, Piers Corbyn turned up to Swindon and they've got this banner here that's like, stop the invasion of Gaza. And he showed that anyone that eats a McDonald's is, uh, funding the IDF. The hoard is, is just over there at a shop.
2: Oh, it's is that cheap. why we had to go to McDonald's for lunch today?
1: No, I just like McDonald's. Oh,
2: right, okay. It's, it's cheaper than uh, just Tesco's. Bro. Right, okay.
1: <laughs> One thing that is kind of funny, I, don't, I I probably should have uploaded it, that behind this sign, there's on the other side, no Brexit, sorry, no deal Brexit now. <laughs> 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 For some, some reason. I agree with one <laughs> half of the sign. But he's like, he's doing this for my camera. And then when the, the guys, obviously the Palestinian guys, turn up, he, they turn the sign around. So facing me, it says, no deal Brexit now. And facing them, it says, stop the invasion of Gaza. it's just like, he appeals to all people in all times. <laughs> Here's Corbyn.
0: He makes the synthesis.
1: Yeah, he does indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there we are. Um, this is the cinema, as I was mentioning earlier. There's the, uh, the Pride Shop. Um, the people in the Pride Shop did come out to have a watch oh yeah whilst they chanted from the river to the sea I think
0: these guys are into pride do you guys yeah all those Palestinian flags that's another pride flag isn't presumably it presumably
2: they were supportive it's like we, we agree with your um, they, genocidal they, chants would you like a rainbow dildo no they look so worried man oh did they <laughs> right.
0: oh could they I, I would I'd
1: just be like For some reason really I thought you loved this yeah really my fellow would, Lib Dem I would oh. <laughs> just, it really does not stop in the cities, boys. Are you Are getting the message, my local Lib Dem voters? Also, I didn't realize that we had a pride job. I'm going to have to check that out tomorrow. Oh, you want to go? Yeah, we can. I'm going to go and laugh at them. Uh, you can see the smug left us as well. Sorry, I, I don't mean to show myself. Of a lawyer. It's I posted it. this. Look at this joker-esque individual. Now, what are you doing with your life?
0: Oh, no, he's exactly where he belongs. Or uh, she, I don't know. But then, uh,
1: getting back to Swindon,
0: because... Uh, just as a thing, you, you didn't put up the Swindon supports Gaza or whatever picture. Oh yeah, that was another one. There was a there was a banner that was really, really infuriating. There's some foreigner who's been here for like two years. It's like Swindon supports Gaza. It's like you don't even speak English. <laughs> Get out of my country. <laughs> there know. we go. Swindon stands with the Palestinian people. Who the hell are you, Mahmood? Just oh my God.
1: I claim I, Peak
2: Hill for myself. The Islamic religion Just. claims Big Hill. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you who he is. He's the people that our ruling elite think should make up this country.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the future of the yeah. country, according to the ruling parties. I, I love in the background there, you can see two images, which is that you've got the community centre, which you can find in images of Swindon back when we had a tram service in this tiny provincial place. Yep. And uh, now not only is there no tram, there is now people telling us that we must stand with
0: Palestine. I, I, again, not, not average Swindonians. Uh, there Swindonites are. or however we call us just a and bunch this, of Middle Eastern colonists who have arrived here.
1: Yeah.
0: Drives me batty, man.
1: And this has been your place for a while.
0: Yeah, I've been, I've only been years.
1: I've been here for a couple of years.
0: Three,
1: and um, you always tell
0: me life wasn't like this. And I'm just like No This is London. This is just London. You live it, in London now. Exactly. I, exactly. I didn't move. London just overtook this place. Like Swindon was always like, you know, a bit like not prestigious right but it was nice it was full of english people and we used to just go like we used to go drinking in the town and it was just safe and fun no one ever had any problems and it was a good place to live didn't have this
1: and the reason i focus on this is not just because it happens to be where i live right now every person in england will have this experience who lives outside of london yes and every person we've had in as a guest always says the same thing to us they always come and look at the place and go god what a mess this place is but it's really not uncommon I mean, even Godfrey Bloom came in It was like so many places in the country experiencing the exact same thing. Yeah. The London comes to you. The London just happens to turn up and take over where you live and
0: make yourself part of London. Oh, great. Yeah. Wonderful. And then claim that they represent your place. Exactly. I just can't stand
1: it. If you want to sit here and they're like, oh, colonizers, get off our land. You're the colonizers. Yep. Where are you? You're on Pig Hill. You're Muslim. You're on Pig <laughs> like, so, literally Don is, is the Anglo-Saxon name that gives this place its name yeah. I, okay and uh, this isn't the story that, that riled me up so much this is one thing that just you know, is, is amazing as an example of how London comes to you but here we go here's a story a while back about how Sikh girls in Birmingham mm. were being groomed and uh, they mention here that the way it happened is that they would uh, come to the schools and uh, I don't know if we can get the, the clip up in which uh, I suppose we'll play it. This is an old piece of footage, as you can tell, mm. and uh, these local guys are upset because something used to happen in Birmingham years ago.
0: But well, most of this causes by the Pakistani community itself. When young pe- young people go out of schools, around about ages, around about nineteen to twenty, they go in their fancy sports cars, hang
2: about.
3: For the last few months, there's been a dramatic increase in tension between young Muslims and Sikhs. The starting point was that some of the, uh, allegedly, the sheriff of Punjab had leaflets us out saying that the uh, Muslim youths are
2: coming around our schools. They're, um, you know, uh, abducting our girls and, uh, you know, they're, they're raping them and then putting them in prostitution. Our
0: aim is to get all these schools free of people standing outside them. We want a normal life. Girls can go to school, come back home without being picked up and taken out of town taking her to discos, stuff like that. As long as that stops, we're happy.
3: The Shiri Punjab claimed that young Sikh women have been abducted and raped. They say they've given evidence, including names and the number plates of the offenders' cars, to the authorities.
0: The police promised us that they'll do the job before we step out of the way. And we stepped out of the way for a couple of months. Things just happened in the past couple of days. And information was passed to them. We haven't heard nothing being done. I
1: mean, you can tell how old that footage
0: is, right? Yeah, it's got to be from like the 80s or 90s.
1: And uh, the whole situation, as you can see, Birmingham live reporting in 2018 there, this has been happening. And I don't need to go into all the details, of grooming. We've covered it before. But it's uh, it's
2: interesting to me that the Muslim gang started with the Sikh girls, probably on the assumption that the white British people would defend their own children.
0: Yes, the police will surely come to the aid of the white British. Yeah,
2: so we need a soft target. Let's go for the Sikh girls.
0: Well, also, you're both from the Raj. Yeah, and also proximity.
2: Yes, but but after a while, they just realized, no, actually, the, the, the white natives are not going to defend even their own girls, so we we'll just move on to but them the, as well.
0: The, the Sikhs just formed a closer-knit community, as I understand it.
2: Well, Shiri Punjab, though, that's actually a vigilante gang
1: who defend yeah. the schools. Yeah. Right. So there you are. That's uh, years ago, for some reason. And obviously, this happens in the cities like Birmingham and whatnot, and you think, oh, Jesus Christ, that's awful, and yeah. something must <clears> be done, and there are inquiries, and there are... Reports written and the headlines just keep coming of more and more people being convicted of something that must have been stopped. Trust me.
2: Wait, you're not saying that this is
1: now happening in the rest of the country, are you? Well, I woke up to um, a new message, which is, as we can see, Swindon Swindon Advertiser, an outlet which um, attacked Carl relentlessly during our campaign trail Mm. because they have decided they're on the far left. And even they decided to report this here. They said Swindon schools closed. Sorry, Swindon schools
2: issue abduction warning as police probe launched. Oh, just just the small matter of you drop your child off at school and then you go to pick them up to find oh so sorry they were abducted during the day oh, and maybe. they've been sold into sex slavery.
0: Who is the suspect? Well, they, who are the suspects? They say here that
1: Saint Mary's Catholic Primary School, Ferndale Primary School, and the Fernbrook Campus of EOTAS have all issued warnings to parents in recent days. Okay, um, they say this comes as uh, female students in the area were alleged, allegedly approached by a man who attempted to speak to them with a view to possible abduction.
0: Really, just a man, eh? Man.
1: St. Mary's School sent a letter to all parents and guardians sharing a message that they had been sent uh, to all the staff. The message read, I want to make uh, everyone aware of the situation that has been occurring around Ferndale and EOTAS we have been informed by the police that a group of Asian men are targeting children and are attempting to discuss religious beliefs with a view to possible abduction.
0: Yes, really? of course. Yeah, I want to discuss my religious beliefs. Somehow that involves me abducting with, with you. With your students. Um, a
1: student uh, at one of the schools was approached and has been uh, reported this, has been informed uh, this morning of the evidence and that the group are operating in the area. They told the school, and the school told the police. Um, now, if this was a secondary school, Still, obviously, massive cause for concern. Yeah. Why is a local average Asian man just turning up and discussing religious beliefs with the students? I want to remind you this is all primary schools we're talking about here. Like this, yes. this, this, this is, it, it's so we're talking school for like children. to Eight. Yeah. Or five five to seven, something like that. Like we're talking about baby school. Yes. And for some reason, just now, just for some reason, the problem that Swindon never used to have, uh, now when you go to your local nursery school, uh, you will find. Apparently, Asian men was just hanging outside the schools. What could be the problem? Well, I mean, we have had this in Wigan, for example, another place that didn't have this problem. And then for some reason, quote, asylum seekers were sent in to uh, Wigan. They were put in a hotel. Well, oh, this right- is only
0: because Lisa Nandy specifically requested them. Yeah. they specifically la- said asylum seekers welcome. A
1: Labour MP insisted on moving a lot of asylum seekers into a hotel right next to school. And for some reason, they then had to move them all out because, well, they kept harassing the schoolgirls. Um, just to tell you, uh, well, that, that particular area, I mean, there's the, the census data for people who want to go and look it up at their own time. Uh, the schools are about a 12-minute walk from one of the hotels where a load of the asylum
0: seekers have been put in from boat people. Fantastic. But even then, it's probably not even them. Even then, it's probably legal asylum, uh, immigrants. Maybe, but either way,
1: that's an example where we had illegals doing it. But it's course- not lowering
2: your risk factor by bringing in even more. Of the
0: no, no, not of the at all. all. But I, I think these will be legal immigrants.
1: My point to demonstrate that yeah. is that in Birmingham, it was legal and in Wigan, it was illegal. So you get it from both sources. And I'll end this off just with the last piece of data, which is Wiltshire police have confirmed they are investigating a number of reported incidents of a man allegedly approaching female pupils outside to schools. Remember, schools for babies. We're talking about primary schools, yeah. nurseries. Local man just approaches them to talk about religion, I'm sure. But you've got to
2: wonder what it takes, because when they're raping your children, even if they're point you're not willing to stand up this is, this is why I just completely lost faith in this country Cities. It, it came in two big blows the first was the grooming gangs thing and the second was the COVID lockdowns. so we didn't resist on either of those but wh- what, does it, what is it going to take for people <clears throat> in this country if, if it's not your children being raped I, I just cannot imagine what it's going to cause people to wake up to this shit
1: so to end off just with the details which is that there's no suggestion that any of the children have been physically harmed in Swindon of course in every other part of the country they have been.
0: Yeah, but this is a process. That's why we call it grooming. <laughs> yeah. This is the first step, and then.
1: I just, I can't get over it. I, the London will come to you just seems to be a recurring pattern. And I, I want everyone who lives in the countryside to get that into their minds, because if there's nothing else that has made people wake up in the last couple of weekends, and seeing how disjointed London is from the rest of the country, the fact that that is coming to every single town, even as provincial as Swindon, Yes, truly the holy land for when I apply for a visa in England. Where shall I go? Swindon. Not even people in England want to live in Swindon. <laughs> like, I, even this place. Even this place turns up like this. Okay. Nice, man. But even if it's this, it's <clears throat> literally going to be everywhere. Every village will end up becoming like this. Yes. That's it the it kind of, of nothing is. changes. It
0: kind of already is. Like, I, I went to Fishguard. Some, somewhere. I mean, can you, can you pull up Fishguard on a map? Because actually, I'm not sure whereabouts in Britain it is. It's somewhere in Wales, right? I, don't know. I got the unearthed data. <laughs> <laughs> like somewhere in like North Wales, right? I, I don't like. I don't know where it is.
1: <laughs> you can type in Fishguard there, Jack. Can...
0: <laughs> I don't know
1: if it's even going to come up because it might be um, uh, too small for the for the data. I know we've got it.
0: There we are. Right there we go. All right. So there's Fishguard, right? Guard, right? That, that has multiple Indian takeaways. How? How does a place like that, is it where, how can you be in India and know where Fishguard is to open up a takeaway? Although actually, the
2: data isn't that bad there.
0: It's not that bad, obviously. But look at where it is. Yeah. Like, how does Fishguard have a single immigrant in it? How do they know of the existence of Fishguard? <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, okay, and it's tiny, 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 tiny little thing. And I'm not, I'm not saying they can't have an Indian takeaway or something. It's just like, this is happening and it will happen to the entire country. Yes. There's No getting around it.
1: I just love the idea you're sat there in, in Punjab. And it's like, my son, you have two choices <laughs> move to the capital and make loads of money working in a major city or move to Fishguard. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, Fishguard.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> understand <laughs> how they know it exists.
1: Yeah. But anyway, that's my uh, point today, which is uh, the London comes to you. It's, uh, it's the case that it won't stay and, in the cities. And we have
2: nowhere to run to.
0: Yeah. And that was another thing. I was just. Just a quick tangent. Like when the, uh, when the pro-Palestine march was going through London, there were lots of British Jewish people who were saying, oh, I don't think I can live in Britain. Too many Muslims, basically. Too. And it's like, okay, but I don't have anywhere to go.
1: Yeah, we're all moving to Israel.
0: I don't have an Israel. Great. What do I
1: do? You know? yep. anyway. who, gets, who gets free Israeli citizenship? Oh, you, not me.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Right. Thanks. That's, that's cheerful.
1: I mean, I came to Swindon as well to try and get away from Reading. Which I tried to, de- which I went to to try and get away from London, yeah.
0: was well, continue going west until eventually <laughs> the podcast is broadcast from Lands, <laughs> end. Yeah. So they, Land's they, end.
1: Yeah, just sitting on Lands End, eating <laughs> mashed Pansans potatoes and yeah. bangers. Like, yeah,
3: yeah. the
1: uh,
0: Fort of Hill Fort.
3: <laughs> so Connor's aversion yeah. to D and D is
0: completely understandable. It just isn't a lot of people's things, and that's completely fine. I would recommend, however, trying Mutants and Masterminds. It's in the same vein as D&D, but it's fit superheroes and more of a modern real-world setting. Well, as real as the DM wants it to be. Uh, Thanks, and God bless you guys. Thanks, man, and I've never heard of that. Thank you. I'm going to be honest, even if it does sound a little heartless. If progressives are taking care of themselves, why should we stop them? It means less people voting for their crap policies, after all. After all, it is said not to interrupt your enemy when they're making mistakes. Conserve what you got, let them drive off a cliff, and then guess you're stuck with having to clean up the mess. But it is better than going off the cliff with them.
2: Well, that's why leftists come for your kids so hard. Because, you know...
0: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it's ever gonna stop. Left the pedos? Left the pedos. <laughs> How am I wrong?
1: You know?
2: Carl, I know that you wanna know about this. It's found.
0: Don't act like I don't know about this, Craig. And yet you're still doubting.
1: Yes, very clearly those uh, those
2: molds there. Who could deny? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, is 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 that Ameri- Craig's Australian, is not
0: he? Yeah, he's obviously in Austra- uh, in America.
2: Right. They have Bigfoot too. No, a Bigfoot no, can no. swim.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Australia has Yowie.
2: The Yowie, Australian Bigfoot. Uh, well, it's, uh, they have Bigfoot then.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. In the same way that the Asians have the Yetis. South America has something as well I can't remember what it's called
2: So the best argument I've heard for, we don't why, know. for why there's no Bigfoot Is because the, the evolutionary niche That it fills is already fully occupied By the bear
0: Maybe But it eats yeah. berries
2: They eat berries don't they mm-hmm. I'm not a bear <laughs>
0: <laughs> How could I know anything about bears
2: <laughs> What is a woman No idea <laughs> that
0: have got a nice A house in a neighbourhood
3: And my uh, yeah.
2: when i <laughs> They've made an
0: effort. Made soul. <laughs> <laughs> that must have taken hours.
2: So I did a segment about Halloween, which seems to have gone down reasonably well. Yeah the Americans. I, I basically described it as, as begging for sugar. But, uh, but I, I've got to admit, they, they do make a bit of an effort.
0: Yeah, please. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for the Americans, though. I'm just really lazy and there's just no way I'm putting that much effort.
2: But when
1: you guys look at that, are you impressed? I kind of um, you feel yeah, kind of impressed. In a
0: way. In a sort of dad-like way. Yeah. I hate it.
1: Really? really? Why? Like, that actually makes me angry and hate Halloween.
0: Why?
2: Why?
1: Time and money. It's fun for the kids, though. That's wonderful. How much money has that guy spent? A lot. I, I was in a, a store that was selling Halloween costumes in America, and I looked at the prices of all the crap, and I'm just like, "You people are being robbed! You're being robbed to engage in this
0: BS." Yeah, but there are doubtless going to be like you know Muslims who are like, "Aren't you getting robbed over Christmas?" You know, look at all the decorations you put for Christmas. You see
1: how much money I spend on
0: Christmas. Oh yeah, but <laughs> but, like, but they, they, it's you know I I I admire the amount of effort he's gone to. You know, I'm sure his kids are having a great time. Yeah.
1: Just, uh, it, it, you know, each to each their own. Maybe the guy who sets that up. He's, uh, he's that, that's what he does with his yearly earnings. But I'm so stingy. I, I look at people spending money on stuff like that and I just think,
0: Helen oh, rubbing your hands. On <laughs> You just help <laughs> that was
2: that was completely subconscious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, with, the, with the octopus shape behind
1: you. <laughs> look, when I was a Jewish when I was a Jewish guy at university, we, we'd have never have, have, have uh, whatever.
3: I, I <laughs> never <have> spent money.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> went I got there, I got my free food, and I just I can't I can't look at people who waste money and not feel repulsed. So that's that's my feelings right. on Halloween. It's I so- genuinely think I kind of hate it now you oh, possibly just because it spend
0: it spe- expense some
1: money. Yeah, because if you'd spend that money on the house, it's going to last a thousand years. But one day, you know, yeah, when look, you look at that, well, presumably house you can put that in the, put sure, that in the like, garbage and get it out next. Yeah,
0: year. you get it out every year. Oh
1: god, so tacky! It's, it's such a bad investment. It, I don't <laughs> it's like not investing. An
2: investment, it's fun, Callum. <laughs> it's just some fun. What a waste of money! Fun it is so. Split <laughs> opinions on that one. <laughs>
1: Wait, I've played... Uh, no, no, I'm not going to go down that road. will make me look weird.
0: <laughs> Let's play the next that one. ship sailed. <laughs> so I know it's a bit late, but I thought I'd talk a little bit about Halloween and its original origins, because I just recently heard that uh, it actually was a Catholic holiday akin to that of Christmas.
1: Halloween actually comes from All Hallows' Eve, which was originally
2: called All Saints' Eve, which fell on October the 31st, and this
0: was followed by All Saints Day.
1: The actual Halloween that we know today comes from the Day of the Dead festivals in Mexico. Mixed in was the Catholic All Hallows' Eve.
0: Why did the voice change pitch?
1: I presume he's trying to keep to the, the, the time. Right. Yeah. That is pretty weird. Yeah,
0: But I, I don't like no, it was invented, Halloween. It was Halloween?
1: invented by plastic lovers to steal your money. That's, that's what Halloween is. Yeah, you know, actually... We're, there's a big debate in the office about killing plastic because we hate yes. it. Yes. If the Halloween decorations were made out of wood and steel, that would be better. Glass. glass. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start scrap metal. I'm just trying to win you over to not buy Halloween decorations. I'll be honest. I don't.
0: I don't because I'm cheap. Um, but I'm not object, I don't object to someone else having done that, and it's great fun.
2: Yeah, I'm cheap too, but I don't object to other people yeah. not being cheap. But no, but I look at them people... and go, "Look, you fool." Yeah, but that's look what you've my, done.
0: That's really not my problem. Other people <laughs> can spend their money. I'm just not going to spend my money.
1: Yeah, but then they come around saying, oh, I don't have money. And just
2: like, Maybe you oh. should do Halloween.
0: So and just... Joshua is not coming around saying I don't have money.
2: <laughs> you should do Halloween, Callum. <laughs> and when you bring on the bell, the door, you should just give them. you should just tell them you've wasted your money, you fool. And then walk
0: off. <laughs> the next. <laughs> but also, trick yeah. or treat, give <laughs> me some sweets. I'm
1: going to move to America and then I'm going to be like, give, you, give your candy to the kids. There you are. You fed my kid. Now look at you. We'll have a word. And I'm going to list off the retail recommended price of everything they've brought, total it, and then give them a piece of paper with the amount of money written. We've established your cheap. Should we do some comments? Just sorry. I'm-
0: the, the shadow band has sent us $50 on Rumble saying, have a good week, lads. Thanks very much, man. I appreciate it. I hope you do too. Um, Ethelstan says, I b- I b- I'll believe it's truly about the death of in- innocent civilians. When the same crowd are out protesting the treatment of Uyghurs in China, Yemenis being starved and bombed by the Saudi, military actions between Russians and Chechens, Turkish treatment of Kurds, Myanmar against the Rangers. Um, Yeah, no, they don't. They don't care about that at all. Really, I think this is literally just a cover for. I hate the West. We view Israel as being a part of the West, therefore we hate Israel. We view the Palestinians as being not part of the West, therefore they're our best buddies.
2: Yeah, it probably is that simple, actually. Yeah. I
0: think it's really that simple.
1: Mm. Um, I love I've always sat here being like, neither a part of the West, go away. Well, yeah, obviously yeah, not like,
2: our problem.
0: Yeah, not my problem. But anyway, Omar says the whole split between supporting Israel and Hamas is because. None of their support is based on any fundamental values. Uh, the left were presented with a 50-50 choice without ideological guidance on which to choose. This is what happens when you foment revolution and don't call the useful idiots after you take over. They're still running on the previous programming. Subvert and destabilize. Yeah, I know. And that's why it's falling apart. And that's why it's looking good for Trump, I think. It's like he's going to... I think he's going to come back in glory, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Next year. It's going to be good. It's supposed to be
2: the case you can't win three times in a row, though, isn't it? With presidents.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> well... I mean, officially. Yeah.
3: You
1: know, I might actually... Because on um, we had a joke last time. I was going to buy some Joe Biden merch and sit there and support Joe Biden because obviously he was going to lose. Someone's got to cheer for him. Yeah, but obviously it was, it was you know, he was going to lose. Just for off-con, and, um, this is our balance. Yeah, but this, this year, <laughs> should I just get something? It would be amazing if another F-code happens.
0: Uh, well, it'd be shocking. I mean, do we want to do like a stream for that night? or what? Yes. That's
1: not in the comments, I
0: suppose. We do like a rumble stream all night.
1: We just sit there and I'll, I'll
2: I'll have a stack of ballots and I'll fill them in whilst wearing my Joe Biden stuff ballots <laughs> live on air. Yeah, yeah we, we could do it like a, a well, Crowder and Daily Wire do a sort of live show don't yeah. they? Yeah. And it, and it was their most watched show. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: It would be a bastard of a late night though.
0: Yeah it'd be pretty late but like it'd be probably worth it.
2: Yeah. yeah that'd be good that It'd be fun. Yeah. Tell, yeah. Us, tell us in the comments.
0: Yeah. Tell us in the comments if you want us to do it. Yes. The uh, French Akbar says Republican Mike Waltz claimed Qatar is responsible for terrorist attacks. What? Hamas terrorist attacks because it hosts Hamas officials. His comments were tweeted by the official House Intelligence Committee account, promptly replied to by the US Qatar Embassy, reminding them that Qatar is hosting Hamas officials because the US asked them to, then everyone deleted their tweets. <laughs> just retards. If <laughs> you okay. put out
2: something like that, you want to check your facts, don't you?
0: You probably do, yeah. Hamas, as long I as you... I love the
2: US, though.
0: Well, we're playing both sides of every war, so we come out on top.
1: We want the leaders in a nice, beautiful, rich Arab oil country. You know, each one of them is worth a billion. Some of them are worth three billion. Wow. That's where the US is like, yeah, I want the leaders of this terrorist group I hate to be living a wonderful life.
0: But uh, Hamas has long received support from both Israel and the US. it being used as a political tool, just the US did with ISIS not long ago. Yeah, Yeah. I can believe it, to be honest. Matt says, the protesters are motivated by a vague, miasmic, ideological broth. Like a broth, which contains only the flavor of meat, but not the meat itself. The essence of various left-wing thought exists, but not in any concrete form that can be adequ- adequately articulated. Man, our comments are just way higher than most other people's. Yeah. They're just so much more clever. Yeah. I'm not just saying that because you're paying us money. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: very impressed. That, that was our first clue that they're good people. But, no, that but was, yes. uh, yeah. I, after that... Yeah, after the, the that, I was just really yeah. impressed
0: with the comments. Uh, Angel Brain says, oh, The US money to Israel is very pragmatic. You fund them stop the launching... Uh, you fund them to stop launching, which they have very good reasons to do. But if they launch, then you'll see the world explode as if Israel launches, nukes, I presume they mean, India and Pakistan will follow suit based on that principle. Man, Can we very briefly talk about the Indian support of Israel? It's kind of hilarious. I love it. And I can only assume it's because they hate Pakistan and Pakistan sides with it. Right, so, I like
1: probably. Northern Ireland is divided on Israel-Palestine. Yeah.
0: India-Pakistan
1: is divided on Israel-Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> Is, yeah. there, is, there, like, is there going
2: to be some war between uncontacted tribes and one of them sides with Israel and <laughs> the other sides of with Palestine? <laughs> we, we receive our first SETI signals from another planet and they're arguing over
0: Israel-Palestine. Yeah. God, imagine if we got alien contact and they were like, hello, earthlings, we have come in peace, free Palestine. <laughs> like, would just be like, <laughs> fuck's sake, even the aliens are in the culture war. Yes. Bigfoot spotted with an Israeli flag.
2: Right. You're right, it is, it is cultural, so it'll be yeah, something yeah. else.
0: <coughs> There's literally nothing stopping him. Bleach Demon says, It's insufferable to see the armistice day as being so desecrated. The one day that is a symbol for the incredible sacrifice of the fallen. Two minutes is all that is asked, and not one wit is given. I, for one, plan to tidy the local military cemetery, and perhaps this is a good counter-protest against the rabble who will have no respect that day. That's a really nice sentiment. I,
2: I like the next one. The next one is good. Small L Libertarian says, I was in a shop about a decade ago for a minute's silence. Migrant bloke starts loudly demanding service and got decked by a random
0: baz. God.
2: Felt pride baz. in my country that day.
0: <laughs> this, is, oh. this is why I'm like, okay, look. A, I'm okay if they want to go out and fight for it. Like, I'm okay with that. And unless they did something truly horrific, I'm well in favor. and I'm going to play defense them afterwards. Screw it.
1: It's like a politician punching somebody who throws an egg at him. I yeah, yeah, it's go,
0: go it's oh, Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, his point. I, was... I didn't have a problem with him doing that. that yeah, was of course. Someone, if someone eggs you, you've got every right to punish punch them.
1: But the EDL and Hamas guys and fighting, and then the EDL guys punch some guys out. Even if, even if they come off and they've done real damage to those uh, young men on the Hamas side, I don't think the poll numbers would
2: go down.
0: No, the point being, like, you know, there are guys. But
2: again, again, remember how it would be framed. Well, if, if there is a scrap between the two, and even if, even if the Muslim lads start it, the, the BBC will film the whole thing and then selectively edit it. Yeah, of course. To think,
1: think of any English person over the age of 40, let's say, because that's the only people watching that TV, right? Mm-hmm. And they sit down and they watch all the BBC news is on. Oh, look, there's been fights between um, the EDL and, and the Hamas supporters in, in London. Think of your parents. Think of the people you know. Think of the people across the road from them. Do you think any of them would look at that after the last couple of weeks and be like, God, I can't stand those EDL people? I mean, you've got to be a proper... If like, only the Hamas
0: supporters can get a good break on this. But, <laughs> no, I don't believe it. I yeah, possibly. It. You know, and, and that's the thing. Uh, Riss says, my prediction is that as soon as the two-minute silence begins, our news channels will immediately mute the audio or insert audio from a previous year to make it seem like the Palestine thungs respect our war dead.
2: That's a great yeah, point. That's a good point, yeah. yeah that is a, a really great point. Mm, because this will be managed every mute They the do audio.
1: this at football.
3: Yeah.
1: Whenever there's a chant that's like, does she take it up the arse? They mute the audio and then replace <laughs> it with stock audio of a crowd.
3: Yeah.
0: So, really. They probably will right. just, just cut the yeah. audio. Because, I mean, the Palestine guys, when everything goes quiet, they could chant something quite bad.
1: Yeah. And they've got a perfect platform to make their voice heard, which they can't resist because it's them.
0: Yeah. So we'll probably get lots of viral clips of them doing it. But the BBC will just have a silence. Never yeah, great a point. Yeah. Um, uh, Omar says, we need a Baz alliance. If they arrest English citizens for protesting the destruction of their country, they need some community tensions of their own. We've heard it from the police officers' own mouths. It's a numbers game and we're the most numerous by far. Well, not in London. We're not. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I will
2: quickly touch on um, Matt's point because he, no he's basically highlighting that um, Tommy Robinson um, was, was put back on Twitter just a couple of days ago. Yeah, day.
0: it is conspicuously timed. Uh, yeah. Same with Katie Hopkins. Yeah. who made that decision why yeah
2: because if if they just came back in on the wave that you came back in that would have been like well they did a year ago
0: then they got suspended again
2: right okay because I've
0: been I've been banging the drum to get Tommy back on ever since he got suspended again you know right so I've I've posted like two or three times you know Tommy really didn't know anything wrong should have his account
2: but this is the thing you can just imagine somebody at the home office sent a quick note to Twitter which basically say we drop our objection to this guy being on Twitter
0: absolutely same with Katie Hopkins and it's like okay and the thing is, there are people like, well, this is just, you know, counter-jahan. It's like, sure. Mm. But there are worse things,
1: you know. The way it physically works is there is a list that Facebook and Twitter have, yeah. um, and I suppose Twitter did have, in which, because I've spoken to a moderator who, who did this sort of thing, and they literally have, they don't know any of these people are, the moderators, so they just have a list of names, and they're banned, and they have a really normie explanation of who they are. Where it's just like, oh, neo-Nazi, uh, anti-Muslim bigot was the one for Tommy. Yeah.
0: So that's any like, that. I mean, Click.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, since Elon took over, obviously he's seen that list of names. There's like a physical folder in the case of Facebook, and um, yeah, he probably had a digital version. He's just like, well, no, no care, no. I'm well, just going through and be like, no, this is bollocks. Or getting tweets from people, can you check this out? And then he's like, why are they on the list? And I'll say, this. Well, that's not what they're saying. Yeah. So I, 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 don't. I'm not too conspiratorial about this. Um, to be honest. But it is. It is. But this year timing. timing.
2: Me I, mean, I, I mean, I don't. I, I like Tommy. I've got nothing against him. I mean, you know, we, we, we follow each other. And I like the guy. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it, it goes to my point. It's really convenient for them oh, to, yeah. to yeah, interject yeah. Tommy into the middle of this situation. For people who don't know, because he,
1: he never ended up releasing it just because of uh, video problems. Tommy has actually been to Gaza itself. He turned okay. up on the border and paid a local Muslim to show him around um, the neighborhood. Well, he went through the okay. city, looked at the football uh, pitches that are all destroyed. Mm-hmm. And he asked them, like, you know, why didn't you, Get this set up, get some charity money to do this. And the guy was explaining basically all the problems they have is because the money does come from the charity and it instantly just goes to Hamas. this I because
0: mean, the Israelis this. are not lying when they say the Hamas spend all the charity money on missiles. Yeah. But they're not lying.
1: So, uh, Tommy really, um, well, I've spoken to him about this. He really feels bad for the Palestinians. It's just like, yeah, you guys are being ha- ha- Oh,
2: I, I feel bad Hamas. for the Palestinians. But he got well, back, Hamas, but yeah.
1: But he got back to the border. The funny part is just he crosses over the border again back to Israel. And he's like, do you know who I am, mate? He's like, no. He's like, oh, I'm the biggest anti-Muslim activist in the UK, <laughs> and the guy is apparently
0: like himself because <laughs> of course, people found out. <laughs> Probably good that he didn't release the film for that guy.
1: Yeah, well, he would have yeah. censored his face yeah. anyway. But.
0: but um, I I've, there's something about this though. Like, there isn't there. I think there is a universe in which if you push a negative hard enough, it does become a positive, and. There is, a, there is a possible universe where the pro-Gaza activists are so awful and the EDL aren't so awful that the David Bedil types are forced to be like, yeah, okay, the English hooligans aren't genocidal ma- maniacs who commit terror attacks on civilians. And that like there's got to be a point where there's a kind of, okay, it doesn't matter how many times you put the EDL in front of people's faces. The opposition is just so much worse.
1: You've, you've got to destroy... The normie response
0: of, or oh, both sides are terrible, because
1: that's what you're afraid of. But that's the thing; it's got to be bad enough that you actually can't really say that. Like if they're literally the-
0: saying we we approve of mass massacring Jews, and the EDL are like maybe that's not good, then is there a moral equivalence? I, don't, I mean, I, I just well let's, think- well,
1: let's take the straw man of both sides because like they'll be saying uh, kill all the Jews, and then the EDL will be known as deport all the Muslims. But, that's a very the, mainstream position. position. But, you, but you take that to David Bedeal and say, good sir, pick a dish. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
2: but, but the BBC will have the option of simply not covering it at all and just pretending it never happened. They, they
0: will. And that's fine because that means that the Twitter narrative will become the proper narrative of it. You know, you, you will get people covering it. The BBC will explain it's a bit sus. Yeah.
2: Um, and, and, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not saying that people don't go if you really want to go. I'm just saying that you have to be, you have to have oh, yeah. your head yeah. on a swivel. It will be difficult. Because there will be teams of police going around looking for white people to arrest and attack yeah. so that they can, their, they can get their narrative and they can yeah. say, you know, we, we made arrests. Oh, yeah. And the, what they don't tell you. So what, what, they, what the BBC might do is they might show you a crowd of Hamas supporters and then say, the police made 17 arrests. and then not tell you that all 17 of those were natives.
0: Yeah, Entirely possible. Colin says, I was in Lantristrant in Wales earlier this year. Never heard of it. And the chippy was run by Indians. Of course it would. Why wouldn't it be? Oh, that that happens a lot now, yeah. But just how did they arrive? Like a tiny village in Wales.
1: There is a great um, tweet I saw the other day from Steve Laws. Where he just said, I don't care about the empire. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Like, why are we sitting around trying to uphold it in any regard? Yeah. I don't know debt to anyone in the former empire.
2: That's why I want to restore the kingdom of Wessex.
1: No, you get this, get this aspect of the patriotic movement in the, in the UK that's imperialist and sees the empire as something glorious and therefore parts of this are okay. And it's just like, I don't really. I've so we,
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> got a good quote from Kevin Fox here. I claim Pig Hill for Islam. Sorry, Mahmood. Shanika <laughs> already claimed it for the blacks 7,000 years ago, apparently.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it sounds like we really do need to get Swindon renamed as literally Pig Hill.
0: Well, I mean, that's literally what it is.
2: Yeah, but make it over, um, I don't know, Haram, Pig Hill or something like that and and just see if they keep coming then.
0: Ignacio says, I feel my xenophobia rising with every single foreign language or flag with people that hate me that I'm forced to see or hear. Yeah. My brother, your name is Ignacio. but I totally agree (laughs) in one struggle? (laughs)
1: But this... I totally agree, man. I'm totally with you on it. Yeah, I mean, we've spoken before about international nationalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I go to Poland, I only want to see Polish
0: flag. Hell yeah, man. Like, I, if, if I was in Greece, I'd be absolutely sickened. Turkey, Turkey number one! <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, just, I would be personally angry about it. Yeah,
1: I'm not Greek. You know? in a turkey, you want to see Turkey number one. Yeah, exactly. In a Greece, you don't want to see Turkey number one. Exactly. I'm going to read one uh, comment before we end off my segment, because um, it's irritatingly cogent. So, uh, Caroline List says, I started getting those letters from my daughter's primary school in 2020 here in Bolton. After the first couple, the description stopped mentioning ethnicity. There we are. And on that
2: bombshell, yeah. whenever the media doesn't give you a description, yeah, that's yeah. a description. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's yeah. They, they,
1: yeah. time to end the show. So if you'd like more, uh, go to the website. You're already on it. Sign so- up. <laughs> no, no, they, no. no they,
0: like, we, we get actually mad numbers on Rumble. Oh. So there's going okay. be like 100,000 people on Rumble who
1: are watching. Boy, it is. is is actually a website, it's not just a podcast name can you imagine if you if you just didn't have a website go sign up no but you literally call your, your channel <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like thetimes.com there is no that you got to there it's something else and then somebody
2: pulls up the url or something Do you
0: want to buy this url <laughs> no.
2: anyway round time right. um, bye bye cheerio